What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey and right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease Welcome to We Know's Parenting. I'm Peter McNerney. And I'm Beth Newell. Here we are. You know what you know what this is? Here we are. Bum bum. Here this we is are. A, a, a parenting podcast. Episode 60. 69. Episode 69, baby. Whoa. <laughs> very sexy podcast for parents. Um, it continues to be a very sexy podcast for parents. Um if you're new, this this is welcome. The sexiest parenting podcast. As we all, you'll read, find. Have you read our reviews? Because <laughs> it must be true. Fourteen people have said so. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. I love this podcast. Um, you guys are the best. Uh, the best in the world. So this is a big week. Elizabeth. This is a big week. Bryn started kindergarten and it already feels like he's been going for a month. It's uh it is just a really big week for kindergarten. It's, for kindergarten, it was a big week. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like so much more epic than other t- like times. You know, like preschool was just a couple hours. So there's something momentous about these full days at school. I think also because he's at an age where he's starting to write letters and words. and Yeah. He's like clearly like a big kid. Yeah, like he wrote a book today, so he he does before he wrote sc- a book. Yeah, yeah. You didn't. You just read his book. 
Oh. It's called The Butt World. The Butt by World. Bri- 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 Bryn. He wrote two <laughs> copies of it. Uh, same thing in both. It says The Butt World by Bryn. And inside it's just the word butt. It says butt, 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 ten butt, times. butt, butt, butt. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I am re- like... <laughs> I feel like when I'm other around other parents, sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to be ashamed about our kids' use of potty language, but I think it's one of the funniest things that they do. Like, I just, like, love that they delight in butts. Like, Maven, they got really into nectarines this week, and <laughs> um, and every time Maven would ask for a nectarine, Maven would say, a nectarine looks like a butt. It's a butt. I, uh, we were in bed asleep. <laughs> And they got up early and we heard them in there. And she goes, it looks like a butt. And it's like brilliant observational humor for her age. For a three-year-old. For a three-year-old? She's three. She's killing it. Um. <laughs> so tonight a big a package came. Um, you bought this very cool bin for our shoes. Because the one very we had. Very cool. I the mean, one we had was falling apart. It was and totally broken. Just, it was also dirty in a way that. I was tired of. I'm um, so happy you took care of that. That was great. So we got, we did a lot of purging. It was like, oh yeah, impromptu Marie Kondo on steroids. We threw out so much crap from our closets. It was great. We um, ha- we had our little, we we had a little Venn diagram of projects. You started this, and you just started going for it. Yeah. Well, I cleaned out our kitchen cabinets, which was satisfying because. There were some expired foods, which is a great way for me to get over the guilt of throwing out soups that I'm never going to eat. Did you throw away brown sugar? Nope. Well, I guess we just don't have any brown sugar. Sorry, not important. We never have br- the right amount of brown sugar. Well, I use regular sugar in <laughs> this thing tonight. Anyway, we also, I think we've been getting so much more economical about our food use and like just... Uh, being on top of our needs so that we can cook things when it's time to eat. Yeah. Actually going Uh, to the grocery store and thinking about how this food will be used over the next four days. Yeah. And this account that we both follow, um, my friend Julie, she has an Instagram account called Busy and Broke. And she will post like little tips on how to just sort of like eat regular, nothing fancy, just regular like family foods on a budget and we don't follow her advice enough because that would take planning and thought. But she had this tip this week about like shopping your pantry, which I was like, oh, yeah, I probably won't actually ever get around to doing that because when I get home, I'm not thinking about anything. But um, what do you mean shopping your pantry? Shopping your pantry means like instead of going to the grocery store with a list and just buying like whatever is on your mind for the week. You go through the pantry and take stock of all the uneaten food that you could really make use of. Like, you know, sometimes you buy too many beans and then you have this extra can of beans that sits around for six months. So it's like stuff like that. It's like picking your meal planning based on what's already there, which we should already be doing all the time. That's great. I mean, I've (laughs) I've done that not deliberately, but a lot of times I'm like, oh, what do I want for dinner? And then just start looking around and then I'm like, oh, what do I have? all of this red wine, like vinegar. Yeah. And, and then suddenly when the next time I go to the grocery store, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to buy around one item. Well, or I, I had this clam juice. I'm like, I'm going to find one thing that uses clam juice <laughs> and buy stuff around that. Well, I found, I rediscovered these Rancho Gordon, Rancho Gordo beans that are like dry beans from this nice, like heirloom bean place. And they're white beans. And then heirloom bean place. 
Yeah, Air, like heirloom vegetables is when it's like a specific species of. Like, I know, but what's the place? It's heirloom. It sounds like a place that only sells heirloom beans. It is a place that only sells heirloom beans. What? It's just good beans. They just sell and they them. don't sell anything else. Oh my god! Yeah, this is, certain businesses run like they. Our company does dog food. Our just company beans, does beans. Though? Just beans. Yes, I. <laughs> I've never seen a Have bean store in my entire life. Food production. Yeah. Where is there a bean farming. store? Is this like a food stand? A farm stand? You know how stand? sometimes one farm is like an orchard that grows apples. Other sure. farms might be uh, growing beans. So is this a full store? Oh my god! I can't. I can't. I can't get over this. Where is it? You know what else inspired me this week? Actually, is I. Sort of, I'm always looking for something soothing to watch on TV as I go to sleep because I'm so easily stressed out by the news and the world. So I found this thing on PBS, uh-huh. and it was a documentary about this family of farmers, and it was really good. And it, they just look so exhausted. They have like four kids, one one of whom's a baby, and they're running the farm, and the mom is making cheese out of the cow's milk so that they can turn more of a profit because, you know, milk prices, blah blah blah. So, um. The mom is just working so hard and she's making cheese at night after the kids go to sleep. And then she like gets a big order for cheese, which is a good thing because they lost one of their usual buyers. But then she, it means she has to make so much cheese and she's doing the math in her head of like how much sleep she's going to get over the next like three days when she has like five kids. And I was just like, wow, I really feel for this woman. And she in the middle of the show, she's like making cookies with her kid. And I was like, I really need to get it together in terms of like food meal planning well, if this yeah, woman but can also cook you can't dinner. compare yourself to somebody who has a completely different it's true it's true but like routine. her her commitment to sort of like the daily pleasures of like just you know like making rolls with the kids or something i was like i like that idea of like trying to slow down a little more and like make a real meal i love i mean yeah I, I i've been doing that more i've done that more than I've ever done in my entire life in the last yeah, year. Yeah, we've been a lot better. And it's it's great. Every time we get into it's hard to get into routine with our schedules. But, so, but, okay. Now that we're on the topic of food, and yeah. I feel like we have to trace back through like four things. <laughs> but we can we talk about school lunches? Yeah, sure. So... Bryn got a lunchbox. He was all excited to use it. I've yeah. been trying to put together school lunches for him. Every time this comes up, every single night, you argue that he should just eat the school lunch and not the lunch I'm trying to make for him. Okay, here's my only argument. <laughs> well, one, uh, yeah, if it was up to me, I, admittedly, I'm not worried about this the way that you are, and but I don't judge you for for feeling the way you feel. My only thing is a technical thing is like let him do school lunch for a week so that he knows how to punch in his code and get his food well, and that's normal. Well, he did normal. do it one day. I'm not he did I'm it. not going to fight for it because I know it'll be fine either way. Well, my but That was my only reasoning. I've already explained this to you a couple times, but my thing is like I know what it's like to have school lunch every day because I did it for my entire childhood pretty much. And it's like you're a kid, so you're an idiot. So you make the worst possible decision for lunch. And then if you're me, it means you are like literal years of your life. You're eating like peanut butter and fluff on white bread with a side of like garbage food that you're not actually going to eat. So you're, you learn 
that sugar is food, and then you get the chocolate milk because you're a kid. You're going to choose the chocolate milk over the regular milk. And I just feel like he want, right now he wants the home lunch. It, I want to like, get in the habit of doing it and see what he'll eat and what we can get away with feeding him that's like at least somewhat nutritious. So, oh. that, so I think it gives him a life skill of like just a general knowledge of what foods are <laughs> going to be good for his body. Um, I think that's fine. I think that's great. Uh, you should look at what the lunch menu is. I'm skeptical that I there's chocolate milk. He just it's, told me there's chocolate milk. Yeah, I looked at the I looked at the menu and I didn't see that, but maybe it was yeah, because they just write milk on the menu because they want parents to be happy and then they want kids to actually eat something so they have chocolate milk. <laughs> Um, well, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. You feel... I don't think he's going to, like, die if he eats the school lunch. I just figure, why not start strong for the year while we're all enthusiastic about this idea, aside from you, who is, is indifferent. It. No, but every time it comes up, you try to argue me out of packing the lunch as I'm doing it. I've told you why. It's, it's just so and he knows how to do it. And I've told you why. And I have conceded. That's fine. Uh, I'm not pushing it. You, you, but your version of conceding is like literally every time anything about lunch comes up, you're arguing with me about whether to do it. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. I've told, I, I, I've said what my reasoning was without saying, without arguing that we should do it. I'm like, that's why but I said If I it. know your reasoning, why are you telling me it like four times in a row all week? Oh, well, I don't know. I'll stop talking about it altogether. Well, I was just asking him in his lunch because I was trying to figure out, like, what is he eating out of this lunch? Because I didn't see him come home. I'm trying to learn things about what our kid eats. I know. I understand. And then, uh, anyway. Um, so Bryn's, Bryn's routine, Bryn's schedule, he's got a long day. He does before care. Um is that your phone has buzzed like 12 times during this? Sorry, I'm very popular. Oh my gosh. You guys, Beth is ahead in the clouds. In the <laughs> iCloud. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah! He does before care at school. And then he does kindergarten. It's a full day kindergarten. No, not everyone out there does has full day kindergarten. We do. And then he does after school. So he's there 7, 15 to I picked him up like the routine I think he's like at five yeah he and, seems to be doing pretty well with it I mean we haven't yeah we haven't left him till seven yet but I think he was a little nervous on his first day of school but surprisingly not nervous yeah and then but I think Friday when I picked him up he seemed tired and like or maybe Thursday him and Maven both seemed tired and just like a little on edge about all the change that was happening but yeah. he did when he came out so the program he's at after school is called Boys and Girls Club so he came out and was talking to me and he was like Boys and Girls Club is awesome and then Maven in the car was like daycare was awesome <laughs> she clearly is like a little bit jealous about him having like a new backpack and all this stuff and exciting school stuff yeah but she's also always used to him doing something new and that she hasn't done before yeah and so she's fine she's but they both just seemed a little emotionally exhausted at the end of like a two-day week of school <laughs> like they're just like definitely he had some tears they're processing oh i didn't lot. tell you tonight going to bread going to bed and Bryn goes kindergarten Ugh. 
boring. <laughs> I was like, you don't like kindergarten? He goes, isn't there fun stuff? He goes, there's so many fun stuff. But it's boring. <laughs> well, that's what happened after, right after he told me Boys and Girls Club was awesome. We got to the car and I was asking about a day of school and he was like, but Boys and Girls Club is so long. Yeah. And was, <laughs> he said that about kindergarten. It's it's a long day. I think by boring, he's saying it's so long because pre-K was like Yeah, three I think hours. he's just sensing the amount of time and he's like, it feels like I'm here all day because he is. I mean, it's the same as daycare. It's just, He's the same no, amount of time No, it's the same, but he's never us. been at that specific environment all day long. So he's just like, wow. Oh my gosh, I just remembered. So the after-school classes are being offered. And I talked to him. He wants to do the nature one because I said That's great. they look at bugs. I kind of think he could do two. Like he could also do Spanish. I think that's true because it's during after-school when he's there already. He, um, I don't know if we want to do a separate segment for this, but he's been trying to play with a Duolingo on my phone because he thinks it's a game, which it kind of is, but it's the only quote-unquote game on my phone. And so he's like looking for an excuse to use my phone. And then, so he says, can we play the owl game? Cause that's the icon. <laughs> and then we go on Duolingo and we both like try to answer like Spanish translations with this about the same skill level. But like, <laughs> he's like, I think he like knows some of the words better, but he can't spell it. So he's like trying to look through. <laughs> um, anyway, it's very funny. That's he definitely, really funny. You guys are probably pretty evenly matched. In a way, but like it started to get to the part where it's talking about like verb conjugation and like why you like why you do usted differently from two and like yeah. he. I barely understand it, honestly, at this point, because I didn't retain any information from when I took Spanish for, like, one year. But he just cannot comprehend. Like, he's like, okay, moving on. Like, It's just, I... But I think it's good for him to be like, manzana, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you just took me right back to sixth grade Spanish, of just getting to the point... In the beginning, I was like, oh, cool, this word is this. I've heard that before. The, like the musicality of it, I was mm -hmm. in it. And, you know, when you actually sort of hear a dialect uh, and get into like a character, it was always really interesting to me, the sounds of it. But then as soon as you hit a certain point uh, of, you know, conjugating verbs where I just got a little behind. Yeah. And I was like, this is my weakest. Yeah. It was always my weakest subject. It's, but I enjoy using it with him more because I suddenly feel more, much more useful at doing it. Yeah. Maven will watch us and she doesn't really understand what's happening, but every once in a while she'll repeat back a word with like a much better Spanish accent than either of us because <laughs> yeah. she's at daycare with Spanish women she's all day. She's still in it. And her like best, her like two best friends come from Spanish uh, language households. That's true. I think it's a combination of like her she's been at that daycare since she turned one and Bryn was not there quite as long. So he got used to socializing in a different environment. But I do, mm, that's true. Yeah. I think not that she has like a super edge, but it is like very much a part of her memory of her entire life. Yeah. Um, oh boy. She's suddenly a, such a big kid. She she's was saying tonight, this is the best, this is the best day of my life. What did she say? <laughs> Because of the bubble wrap from the yeah. package. So the package 
all the bubble wrap came out. Did I already talk about this? No. <laughs> she pulled it out and it was this giant long like thread. These big, big bubble wrap things. And it was like as long as the whole hallway. And she literally just started scream laughing in delight at the magic of, of this bubble wrap. And she was saying, this is the best day ever. That's it. This is the best day ever. <laughs> and then I left the room, came back in, and she was on the ground. And she had wrapped her whole body in the bubble wrap like a, like a half mummy. <laughs> and then she was just saying, this is the best day ever. Packaging is the best thing ever for kids. Could you imagine loving anything that much? Mm. Besides me. If I was friends with a whale. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. And now it's time for Did You Knows? This is where we share something that we've learned about parenting recently. Beth. Okay, so this is from letgrow.org. I don't know what that is. Feel free to look into it and tell us we're quoting a horrible site. Please um, s- source the site. Uh, <laughs> 
our uh, be our own be our bibliography. I I don't exactly know what the mission of this website is, but anyway, the headline here is called "You Don't Have to Play with Your Kids: Q and A with Anthropologist David Lancey." Ooh, intriguing! And I want to click on that. So this guy's whole deal. He's mostly just trying to alleviate parents' guilt about not wanting to play with their kids and like actively engage and pretend and things like that. Um, I was totally on board with this guy. It's, it seemed like you there's going to be a butt in there. No. Um, so he was like uh, talking about different cultures, uh, more primitive cultures, and how people in different villages are not playing with their kids. They Like if they're making uh, clay pots and their kid wants to grab a piece of clay, they let the kid play alongside them with a piece of clay just to like learn the properties of clay and stuff like that. So they ha- their kids are learning in a hands-on way, but very little – to no, none of the time is spent explaining things to kids and like instructing them. And he says, he claims that we have become very like hands-on with our kids as a function of our school system. And we've become so used to this instructional based lifestyle. Like we're trying to prepare our kids for that. And so k- kids are not learning necessarily as intuitively because we're trying to coach them towards a goal when we're interacting with them. And he's saying in these other cultures, People would just let the kids go run around with the other kids and they learn from each other, you know. Yeah, and so many other cultures saying, he asked them, do you play with your, your kids? And all of them were like, what? Why? They're they're good at it. <laughs> like, that's fine. And 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 it's not it's not I, I don't I didn't take it as like, oh, school is the problem. But that's sort of the only way kids will learn anything is if you instruct them and sit down and show them. And that mentality of. You're a parent and you need to be right there with them, holding their hand, watching them do play. So yeah. teaching them how to play well, and to be and hold their hands so they don't get hurt every single second when they, they're they designed to figure things out on their own. And we're robbing them of that with a culture of parents. There's a right way to do everything. Be engaged. Play. Give them all your attention, which is actually not the norm historically or internationally well what i thought was interesting is how he tied it to sports culture in our country and how we have these really regimented rules and like however you know if you're playing a game of baseball whatever and he's like historically in these other cultures kids might pick up a bat like a stick and a ball or like make something up but it's not the same kind of like everyone has to do the same thing all the time and it i like personally connect more with that like i would love to make up a game with my friends so much more than like be trying to get it right in terms of the rules of this game that we have collectively decided is like the one thing we have to play. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I did team sports all through school and, and I, I loved a lot of that, but there's a totally different energy. T- I, the, the, the neighborhood games growing up, everyone would just come out and you'd knock on each other's doors and you go, Hey, you want to play? Uh, spider in the web. Yeah, you know, kick the can, and this is a kid organized pickup games of whatever. Maybe it is baseball or, or yeah. Well, I think those things were so meaningful, and it, that's the that's the difference. And even when you had rules in that environment, it was sort of like something you could really connect with, where you're like, first base is that tree trunk, and blah blah blah, and you're like building this world. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's more tangible and interesting I think. yeah and, and and that's again that's like 
there's value to both these things, but it's when you go too far in one direction where you well, rob kids of their independence of the independence to play and to discover and to figure things out on their own. When you totally rob them of that, then I think that's when it becomes a problem. But that's how the media makes parents feel sometimes that they have to be so engaged in every moment. Yeah. That that's what that's what the and that's what I thought was really cool about this anthropologist's perspective is he's not saying, like, never play with your kids. He's like, a lot of people like to play with kids. It's a natural desire. Kids are fun. He's just saying, I, he's like, I'm just trying to make people feel less guilty when they don't want to because it's not nearly as important as we've been trained in our current society. I think there's a, and I think there's genuinely a lot of parents that don't like it. Yeah. That they're not the playing kind of parents. And, he was that like, yeah, you don't have to be. They can play on their own. You just have to be there and open and positive and, and keep them safe. Uh, they can play on their own. It's take the pressure off yourself. I think I like playing with my kids. I like goofing around and making stuff up with them. But I, you know what? I also like usually don't want to do what Bryn wants me to do. And I think I'm pretty good at being like, I don't want to do that right now. Yeah. But the yeah, there is there is that card, but I'm supposed to. Well, especially when like they're at certain ages and they're into certain things like trains or whatever, like you it, when it's so monotonous, it's like I don't want to do this all day. <laughs> I like hang I like doing stuff with Maven if we're like drawing or like something where you're making something new or build like I even like building train tracks. I just don't want to sit there and like make choo-choo sounds. Yeah, you don't like to play, but you like to do stuff. Yeah, I like to make kids. stuff. Yeah, I, 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 you know what? Me too. But I think I, I fall more into the like let's pretend to be dinosaurs a little bit. Uh, but also the big difference between, like, I read this article and I'm somebody that really likes to explain things <laughs> to kids. Yeah, and for the most part, I think I, I've made a point at least. I try never to keep explaining things to Bryn and Maven when they don't care mm -hmm. because I know a kid who's not interested, there's zero point in that. I'm doing it for me. Right. But there's certain, certain things where Bryn really does like having things explained. And that's a, like, that's very much the sort of what he's talking up against is that the need the the feeling that you need to always be teaching, yeah. instructing. Well, I think that's kind of what I like about Duolingo with him and also his new interest in animals is it's like a lot of it's information that I don't know off the top of my head. So it's interesting for me to read about animal poop. <laughs> <laughs> Discover it uh, with him. <laughs> it's like it's an experience and I'm like we're having it together and we're learning together. Like I took them down to the Marine Center or what is it called? The Merit. Yeah, the Marine Learning Center or whatever in town, they have these tanks with fish and horseshoe crabs and different things. And then they have like little microscopes set out on the tables. I and just it's just saw those pictures. And I was like, so, where is this? It's so adorable to see them like being little like nerdy students. And, and Bryn's like naming all the like the fish and the tanks and trying to like remember them and like 
he's like very focused. Yeah. And it's, he, it's I mean, funny he's too. He's in his element there. Yeah. Well, it's funny too, because sometimes he really knows these like scientific things. And then sometimes he'll like, he'll see like a skinny fish or like an eel type thing. And he's like, that's a snipe eel. That's supposed to be in the midnight zone. It will die if it's up here. And he, <laughs> but I'm like, that is not the same thing you're thinking of. This is just something that looks similar. Or he'll, we'll like, we're like literally walking to, through the parking lot to the uh, Marine Center and he saw like a seagull or something and he's like, that's a white-bellied eagle. <laughs> and it's like, you just are making things up. It's like, <laughs> That's a hairy angler. Yeah. It's really funny because when you said he saw like a skinny fish or something, I immediately in my head thought, like a snipe eel, <laughs> and then I thought, well, you can't. They can't. You couldn't be there because they're in the midnight zone. <laughs> because Bryn and I have been reading the same books together. Yeah, and he's my son, and we had the same thought. This this snipe eel should not be in this tank. <laughs> That's my boy. <sighs> may, may I mean we've talked about this before, but it seems that Maven is more you. And Bryn is more me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I always love it when I see a bit of the, a bit of the other one of us in the other one. Mm-hmm. Like when I, I see the like, oh yeah, Bryn is Beth's son. Because <laughs> uh, it's more of a surprise that way. Mayman has been doing this face lately where she like, she purses her lips to the side, sort of like a smart aleck newsboy or something, you know, like yeah. and she's smart like, aleck newsboy. And she like, <laughs> like she looks, she gives like a confused face. Like she's like, huh? And it's so funny. Huh? Um, she's just very expressive. Anyway, that's yeah, a tangent. Both of our, both of our kids are very expressive. That's hot scoop, <laughs> hot scoop, baby. Anyway, read this article. Let your kids play. If you don't like playing with your kids, it's fine. You're off the hook, babies. They need you to take care of them, to give them food, to keep them safe. But they're very good at playing. Let them play. But if you like playing with your kids. Okay, just wrap it up. (laughs) If you like it, that's fine too. I like it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Okay. I love you. Bye. This next segment is called Would You Knows? It's where we present hypothetical parenting situations. Okay, so last week or the week before, our dear friend Nick Canellis, um, regular listener to the pod. Regular listener. That That's how you would describe your best friend and comedy partner. It's <laughs> a Nick listener Canellis. of this podcast. Nick, Nick Canellis, regular listener to the pod. Primarily known for listening to this podcast. My comedy partner and best friend. It's in that order. Um, wrote us three would you knows, and they were all great. Um, and they were all based on his trip to the aquarium with his daughter and our two kids. And uh, so they're all aquarium related, and here's uh, one of them. Beth, this is to you. You're at the aquarium looking at sharks. All of a sudden, you realize that Bryn and Maven are directing them with their hands like conductors of an orchestra. The sharks are their minions, 
under the complete command of your children. The only other people at the Shark Tank who have witnessed this are Tony Soprano and a couple other scary mob fellows. Two of them. And they're bigger than you. See? (laughs) And they say they want your kids to work for them or else your family will, quote unquote, pay. Now what? He wrote now in all caps. Now what? Wow. Is the question, Beth. Now what? Um, oh, now the mob is controlling our family and our shark. There's so much to deal with here. Okay. Um, the mob. Okay, there's, there's. You gotta move. You gotta get out of there. You give, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see you with that money on Friday. And well, then, they didn't even ask for money. They're just saying, your kids work for us now. Oh, yeah, yeah, But you're like, okay, cool. They'll start Friday. Uh, I'll talk to you later. We'll see you at the mob office on Friday morning. <laughs> 8 so back sharp. here? Here with the sharks probably, right? The thing um, is, <laughs> the only way for this plan to work is for the mob to get all of the guys that they're trying to hustle into the shark tank at the aquarium some parents would be stage parents and they would want to use their kids talents to their advantage and they'd think hey how bad could these mob guys be they probably just want to use my kids for you know to make some money on shows shark shows (laughs) but i know this is bad news the mob (laughs) is not going to use these sharks for good you're smarter than all these mob stage moms (sighs) you know they're out there they're stage mobs uh, okay. They. <laughs> I'm. In any hypothetical, when it comes to fight or flight, I'm going to choose the flight option and I'm wow. going to get my kids out of there. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll talk later. This is my phone number. Um, Give them like a fake phone number. We'll find you. Well, also, we have to deal with the fact that. Apparently, Tony Soprano is a real person now. And still alive. Yeah. I mean, it was never decisive, definitive, rather. Uh, I I saw very little of Sopranos, but I know the end was ambiguous. In this reality, I think I have a friend who's connected to a a marine education center or the government, and they can get the funding to get my kids out of there and have their talents be used for good. (laughs) Wait, so big government marine types? The government does pay for research. No, 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 I know. Um, they're going to do witness protection. Before Trump, we had, you know, a whole department of caring about environment and people's well-being. I'm the uh, department uh, of caring the about things that are alive. Um, um, yeah, so... So in the reality where, I guess the question is, in the reality where Tony Soprano is a real person and alive, does Trump exist? Oh, the, that's, you see, that's totally different. Well, in, in this, re- <laughs> I want to know in this reality that Tony Soprano is alive, is James Gandolfini still dead? Mm. Sorry, sad reminder that say, James Gandolfini. Yeah, 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 thanks for bringing it up. Somehow, we like, I that's feel like, like we've had... Ones. Recently, I feel like we've had like subsequent podcasts where we make light of a dead person. Like, I'm not making light of it, but Tony I'm Soprano is alive. Serious. <laughs> I take these matters very serious. Full respect, Gan- James Gan- Gandalf. Gandalf. Gandolfini. Gandalf the Grave Panini. 
Well, um, I think we've done this question justice. Are you satisfied with that? Well, I want to know is so they can control all sharks anywhere? Are they full aquam people? Like You're Aquaman? Asking me? Um, I'm wondering. I'm just trying to deal with Tony Soprano. We can figure out our kids' talents later. Okay, I'll deal with the Aquaman rules. You deal with the Bob mentality. <laughs> yeah, you deal with the fun stuff. Meanwhile, mom's always got to do the emotional labor, dealing <laughs> with the mob threat. I'll deal with the technical problem. You know what? I'm like, hey, did you take out the trash and figure out how we're going to get away from the mob? And you're like, well, I was, we were playing with the sharks all <laughs> afternoon. They could do really cool things. You should see it. I'm like, the mobster is coming at five, Peter. Look at the shark video. It's so oh funny. God. You were supposed to set up a safe house. I told you. Yeah, but we did the doggy face uh, <laughs> face filter on the shark face. Okay, well, that is funny. Thank you. But please don't do it again, sitcom husband. Oh, boy. Uh, Oh, my God. I need to talk about this. Big tangent. (laughs) You guys didn't see it, but when I said goo, I put my finger in my collar and I pulled my collar like a proper vaudevillian actor. Because you cannot act to your fullest even when you're just doing an audio podcast. I got a... you guys don't know this, but dance. Well, I gotta <laughs> dance. I'm dancing while recording constantly. Okay, so the story you're gonna tell is that Bryn. <laughs> I so Bryn, I taught Bryn how to do the ghoul and to, uh, be, fulfilling my wildest dream. He <laughs> took to it like a fish to water, and he understood fully when you do it, how you do it, the face you make, and he will constantly. Anytime something awkward happens, put his finger in his collar and go, Okay, so then the other night... He wanted to do this, but he was not wearing a shirt. Yeah, he was just in his pajama pants. No, no, he was only in his underwear. Oh, that's right, underwear. Underwear, and so he said (laughs) something funny, and he goes, oh boy, and then he really didn't have a collar, and then he looked around, and then grabbed his waistband of his underwear and pulled it straight out and went, (laughs) Goal. And that joke. And then he explained it, which made it even funnier. He was like, I had to do it this way because I'm not wearing a shirt. And it was the funniest thing that I have seen in quite some time. Top 10 brand jokes. Top 10 brand jokes for sure. Oh, that's a bold statement. Nick. This hypothetical was crazy. Did we get it right, Nick? Write in. Call would, in. As one of our favorite listeners, please call in. Yes. First and foremost, as a listener of the podcast. <laughs> and then as my best friend. Um, but my real answer is that I would have Brennan Maven somehow tell the sharks to eat the mob. I'd be like, hey, let's have a beach day. Mob. Did, I don't know. Did you just yawn during my awesome answer to no, this? No, I didn't yawn. I was just thinking about the plausibility of the scenario. <laughs> the aquarium's on Coney Island. The mobsters only go to the beach on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, boy. We'd have to drive and have them talk to the sharks and bring the sharks. And All right, well, I guess we work for the mob. Like we get paid well. You know, we didn't even think about that. Just give in. I did think about that, and I decided I'm not that kind of parent, but clearly you are. Hmm. We don't know what the, you know, what are, we, what are they having our kids do with the You're sharks? literally being exactly the stage parent I warned about. Hmm. It's like you didn't listen to me at all. It's not about me, but this could be really good for our family. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we could send, we need to send them to college on mob money on that sweet shark mob movie. Movie? <laughs> you know what? In the middle of that, I started thinking about the movie Shark Tale, which I feel like has a mob shark vibe to it. Did I make that up? I don't know. Nick Canellis, write in and tell us if Shark Tale uh, is mob-based. And this has been Would You Knows? This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berber which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Know. It's where we take some questions and comments from you guys. All right. This is a voicemail that we got from uh, Sarah. Hi, Beth. Hi, Peter. I'm Sarah. I'm from Tennessee. And I had a question for y'all about mental illness in kids. A lot of times we think about mental illness as something that adults deal with. But recently in my family, we've been having some issues with um, my younger sister struggling with things like depression and anxiety and really, really early childhood trauma. They're very young. They're 8 and 10. And I was wondering what kind of advice you would have if y'all have any kind of personal experience or anything like that 
to for dealing with that in a way that makes it easier for kids to understand. I'm not really sure. We're all just very confused. Okay, bye. Okay. Um, okay, so it sounds like she's asking, uh, what do you do if your children are experiencing mental illness or trauma or situations like that? I, my first, the first thing I want to say is that I think obviously we live in a country where healthcare is not great, let alone mental health care. And so I know it's hard to find resources for this kind of thing. And especially if you're a person on any kind of budget, it's, it can be really hard to do it under your insurance or pay for it outside of your insurance or Mm -hmm. even just, I think, sometimes find someone in your area who's qualified to give you the help you need. Um, And so my first thing I wanted to say was just, I think just explore your options as much as possible and keep the lines of communication open with the kids about how this is something deserving of attention and treatment. You know what I mean? Like, just make sure because I think a big barrier for a lot of people with mental health care is shame Mm -hmm. and I'm sure kids experience some degree of that like if you're feeling bad you feel like it's because you did something wrong to make you feel bad and I think a lot of us don't even learn that until adulthood that like oh there are ways I could take control of this more or at least attempt to or like these there are things that are affecting my brain that are outside of my control right now. And I need to find outside tools to help me process that. And so I would say like, I can't say for this person, like what their exact resources are going to be because I don't know their financial situation and where they're living, et cetera. But if -hmm. you're not able to get uh, therapy, you can, Sometimes you can find nonprofits that are specifically advocating for kids who have experienced certain types of trauma or you you have to kind of be creative, I think, about what's in your area. Sometimes people are now using different websites and apps where they can do sort of like a Skype video talk therapy. Sometimes there's group therapy where you can get a significantly lower cost therapy, which obviously is not necessarily ideal for everyone. But I think in this in these like instances, I think something is always better than nothing. You know what I mean? And the fact that you're exploring things, because I think people have the same issue with medications. Like you might try like five medications that are just not right, working right for your brain and your chemistry. And it's the important thing is that you're starting to try and you're having some hope about pulling yourself out of whatever hole you're in. But I think like it's, you're not necessarily going to get there overnight. Yeah. I, I, I'm, 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 uh, hesitant to to throw out any sort of you know uh, opinions about something in which I am in no means no way uh, uh, an expert, but I think something you just talked about, Beth, that's um, really interesting is that I, you know the culture of shame around so many of these things, and also I think people's uh, understandable anxiety and fear of how to help the people in their lives in these Mm -hmm. situations can actually unintentionally create that feeling of, Oh, this is bad. You should be ashamed of it. And while I I don't have any super practical advice of like how to address that, but that, that normalization that like keep, as you're talking about the keeping the lines of communication open to let people know that like, yeah, like you're going through a thing and we all support it and it's not, there's that's it's normal. 
I think encouraging, even if you're not like going anywhere or doing anything, like encouraging the kid to acknowledge out loud when they're feeling bad is like huge. Yeah. Um, and I think like, I, I think therapy is like incredibly valuable and I think there's, it's gotten a lot of people through a lot of things that they wouldn't otherwise, otherwise be able to get through. But the reality is I think that some of us just don't have access to therapy for various reasons or it's, it just is like financially not very feasible, whatever. I think we underestimate in this culture the value of just talking to each other and listening to each other's problems. Like uh-huh. that's like I think half the battle sometimes is just naming the thing and having someone there who's willing to let you talk and explore in a non-judgmental way. Yeah, and like let that thing be a thing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, we have no way. Uh, we don't know your situation, and we're not experts. Um, but I think in general, like uh, yeah. It's like mental health is is mm, uh, is a hard thing for people to, to talk about in general. Yeah. I think and people I mean, like even right now, like people don't know how to talk about it in a lot of ways, and so it's easier to not. Yeah, but I mean, and I think the way I'm describing it might be totally making light of like how serious the situation is. I don't know what she's dealing with specifically. Mm-hmm. Like maybe her kid is drastically in need of like a therapist and a psychiatrist and medication. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. But if I think taking a first step towards any solution is going to get you more information that better informs your decisions of what solutions you're going to pursue. So even if it, you're starting with some Google searches, you know what I mean? Like yeah, even if something. You're, if, if you're starting with asking a comedy parenting <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is a step think. in the right direction. That is, it's positive. We, <laughs> we are, we are not the, the answer, but, but that is the right impulse. And it's like, keep, keep looking, keep going, keep poking yeah. around. And I would, I would definitely, if this was someone on a budget, I would definitely try to see what kinds of organizations in their area might be available to give offer any kind of support or counseling because or even I I don't know um not saying you want to get yourself in the in in cahoots with the government on this kind of thing but um not in cahoots with well the I just mean like uh social services is sort of a problematic uh thing but um yeah the, but there's there's nonprofits and there's nonprofits that I think can always offer maybe some literature or might connect you to the right doctors or people you, you don't know until you try. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Sarah, um, we I applaud you for, for, for reaching out at all. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, um, and the, we'll, it sounds like hope. they have somebody in their life who cares about them and like, boy, that's incredibly important. Uh, and cause like people who, yeah, who go and through I think, these traumas or depression or anything, having that support, uh, cause you, it is people who feel alone for a variety of reasons. And so, you know, making those people have, have giving those people outlets is, is so, um, important. So thank I you. I think Sarah. also, especially with, um, trauma, allowing kids to, process and express that at their own pace and just being there for them it's like kids at a young age sometimes process trauma in weird ways and slowly and you know just finding ways to acknowledge that i don't like i don't know obviously what the trauma she's talking about is but 
I think like I something I've read read a while back about sexual abuse in children said that a lot of the damage is actually caused by parents trying to brush it under the rug rather than the damage being caused by the incident itself because sometimes it's a one-time thing it's really awkward but the fact that the parents become so shameful about it just makes the trauma build and fester and kids can actually recover pretty well from those kinds of incidents if they're given the help they need you know this is something i've thought a lot about um as i've mentioned at least once before in this podcast there was a school shooting at my school in 1988 when I was in kindergarten and I saw uh, kids uh, with having been shot and blood and traumatizing things of which like this is it's a really horrible uh, story and all that and I never I never felt traumatized by it and I know that other people obviously were um, I moved away not too long afterwards, so I wasn't really around the people that experienced that with me, and to to really know how that affected people long term. Well, you were also too young to like fully understand what was happening, right? Well. And that's what I. But I also, um, it was always something that, at least I think my parents, because my brother was a little bit older, and I think more affected by this, but they were very open about it. Um, and there was, I never got a sense from them that either that like, I should feel a certain way about it. They never gave me a like, oh, you should be traumatized. This was terrible. Or, and they also didn't give me a, don't think about it. It doesn't matter. Like my mom, especially, I just remember always being very matter of fact. And it was like, it was a, a bad thing, but she didn't. She wasn't emotional about it. Yeah. Well, she was I do, always just like, matter of fact, and I th- I think, I, I'm no expert, but I think that's exactly what I needed and what my brother needed. If this just, life goes on, you're great, and we love you, and we're not telling you how you should feel about this. And I do think that's part of the advice that the these like experts at certain nonprofits would give to parents of kids who've experienced stressful situations like this is they would sort of, be like, don't push them to talk about it. Don't, you know, do this and that. It is sort of like letting the kid process it in their own way. And I think they can really help you understand that the way the kid is expressing feelings about this is normal and sort of help you relax and respond to that in a mm-hmm. in, in a correct way. Yeah. Because people, we're people, we read each other's energies, uh, our behaviors are like the the fear and the stress that you bring just into the room is the first thing that people read. And the first thing other people need is, is just that open understanding presence that's not tight and pushing whenever possible. Well. Okay, well, I hope you guys work it out and yeah. doing better soon. Best to all of you. Yeah. And thank you thank for asking. Thank you for this asking. question. And this has been listeners want to know and this has been another episode of we knows parenting if you would like to uh, send us an email ask us a question or a would you know scenario you can email us at we pod at gmail.com our phone number beth is looking up because i will not memorize uh, it you can leave us a voicemail at 347-384-7396 
Uh, yeah. Find us on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Facebook. We knows pod. Please rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, guys, you're the best. Oh, it's the fall almost. Is it the fall? School's begun. Happy kindergarten. America <laughs> and the world. I know not all of our American uh, not all of our Americans are listeners is what I was going to say. But you know what I meant. This is a terrible outro. Not Just, all of our they listeners. need to stop talking. Goodbye. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.